Let's talk about Tame Amitsus. We have to Mitsu Gimel and feed the order the Rambam goes in the Sefer Amitsus. So the third mitzvah the Rambam brings in Sefer Amitsus is the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. So, so you do it, that the mitzvah of Avas Hashem applies to uh, the three levels in the Chiyav of a person to, to have Avas Hashem. The question is, Firstly, what's, uh, why is it a Mechaev? Why is it a Mechaev that a person is to love Hashem? And what the Chazal asks in lots of places, how does a person get there? What does a person need to do in order to, in order to achieve Avat Hashem? So, the Kuzari also, let's start with what he says. He says that people make a mistake. And he says that the mistake people make is that they think that there's more ruchnius which comes from uh, a feeling of yira than a feeling of avir. And he says, therefore, people feel that if they're going to restrain themselves from what they want to do, or they're going to in the, in the atmosphere of, of feeling yira, that, that makes them feel spiritual. But uh, trying to experience the feeling of connection doesn't do that. And he says it's a mistake. In the famous words, Shafiqazari, he says that don't think that a person is on a less spiritual level which comes from enjoying a Shabbos meal than from fasting Yom Kippur. And he says if a person feels like that, that they feel, oh, Yom Kippur, they feel spiritual. Right? And on the Shabbos they don't. It's not coming, it's not that there's less Kedusha there, it's that they don't know how to, they don't know how to experience the, the, the feeling of, of Ruchnis which comes from Avot. Don't people in general consider like it's aimed to be like Ruchnius. It's more than Avot. Every time Shabbos. His lashon is that Avot is split between Yira, Avot, and Simcha. And a person can come to a Simcha any one of those three. Sorry. Sorry. Now, that's the first one. Now, what's the Ba'ats in the Yisoyed of Avot? What's the Yisoyed of Avot? So, I'm calling them Chalm Derech Hashem. The Ramchal says that the etzem, that's the natural state that Hashem created a person to be. The natural state of person, Hashem created a person to be in is that there should be an avo. Except, why, isn't it there, why doesn't the person feel it? So the, the marshal of the Ramchal, the Hashem in Perikdad, the Ramchal says like this. He says, if you have a, a piece of metal and a strong magnet, naturally the magnet is going to pull the piece of metal to it. Right? The only thing which will stop it is if the metal is covered by something. So therefore, the magnetism can't attract it because it's something blocking that, so to speak, natural connection there should be between the two. So let's listen to Lashon Aramchal. Says Aramchal, Derech Hashem, Kain, Nishma Sa'odon, is Nimshach Acharei Boirei, Ke'evin Acharei, Ke'amatechet Acharei Evin Hashayavis. The Nisham of a person is Nimshach after Atadish Baruch Hu. Like a magnet wants to connect something which is, like a metal wants to connect to a magnet. And why doesn't the person feel that? So because there's something blocking the neshama from feeding. And uh, whatever minutes or whatever gashmis that a person is involved in, is better than dulling the, sen- the feeling of his neshama. And therefore he says that if a person is masalik, the person is masalik, whatever uh, connection to his, to his body, to his gashmis that he has, miyad, like a magnet attracts the metal. And therefore he says that Avas Hashem is a natural state. That, that's the in the Shamas feeding. 
being as a, being as naturally is connected to Ruchnius, you matter if the Nisham is allowed to feel, that's, that, that's on its own what it's going to feel. And why doesn't the person feel that naturally? So this, uh, I'm quoting the Kaif Ha'ar, which is the time of Israel Salant, the the He says, he said it like this. He says that the whole field where a person has the Khiran is on the level of what we call his Ruch. On the level of his Ruch. That's what it says to Bechir. Why? Because Bechir Be'etzem is, is based on uh, a, a balance between two factors. The one factor is what I want. The other factor is is it right or is it wrong. So when we have two different uh, options, the one factor, the one is the scale of um, do I want it or don't I want it? And the other factor is is it right or is it wrong? Then you're going to have a challenge. Because there'll be things which I want, which are wrong. There'll be things which I don't want, which are right. So I've got two different systems to work with, and when they don't coincide with each other, I'm going to have Bechir. But, when you have two, the both options are in the same field, there's not going to be Bechir. For example, if a person is deciding, do I want this or do I want that? It's not Bechir. There's no challenge. The question is which one you want more. So then it's, it's, not, a, it's not a struggle of which one do I want. I mean, maybe some people make a struggle for themselves. If you go into a store and you want to know, should I buy the blue suit or the black suit? Or you go to a restaurant, should I go for the, the coffee ice cream or the strawberry ice cream? It's not the khira. It's, it's, not, it's not a challenge. It's a question of which one I prefer. So what's going to happen is you'll choose the one you prefer and then that's the, 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 there's no other side. This is a question of my decide which one I like more. The khira comes when you have two different systems. So, and then it becomes a challenge. Because if it's going to be a question of what do I want, so then the answer is what I want. It's going, to, it's going to be a different kind of question. It's a question of what's right and what's wrong. Now I have a challenge. This is what I want, but this is what I know I'm meant to be doing. So now, which, which system is going to be more, more strong in a person? And that challenge only comes, in other words, what are the two sides then of the Bechira a person has? On the one side, it is what his body wants. On the other side, what his mind understands is right and wrong. That makes a challenge. They work in different tracks. The Ramban says, when he talks about the Eitzah Das, that the, in the Ramban's Chedish, the Eitzah Das was a system of knowing Toiv and Ra. He said, until then, other versions worked with the system of right and wrong. And what the Eitzah Das was Bechadish in a person, is that, that the question isn't is it right or is it wrong, the question is, is it Toiv or is it right? Is it good for me or bad for me? And that introduces a whole new dimension into a person's uh, way of thinking. Right? If a person's only motivation would be, is it the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? So I'm not going to ask the question of is it good for me or bad for me. Uh, what's right is good. What's wrong is bad. But now it becomes two separate equations. One of what's right and what's wrong. Another one what's good and what's bad. So now you're going to have a conflict. Right? I just give a very simple motion. Right? If let's say, uh, even in the context, not in the Russian context, very, in a very gashmish sense, right? a person has to make food choices, what he wants to eat. So if a person decides on what's the healthiest food for me or what's going to you know, what is, what is the most uh, beneficial for me uh, uh, physically or medically, there'll be one decision. If a person is making a decision based on what do I like the most, what I feel like eating, there'll be a different decision. If that's the only factor, then there's no challenges. Either I'm going with, uh, I, I eat based on whatever health uh, regimen I'm following, or I decide to eat based on what I like or what I want. You know, the two separate systems. It's only when you're going to have a, ch- a conflict between one and the other one. On the one hand, I want to eat the chocolate. On the other hand, I know it's bad for me. 
it's now in a conflict position because there's two different systems which are clashing. Right? And I was, I was going to ask you one second. Why did you choose the Mokiks over the Fleshiks? Uh, because I liked it more. So there, there wasn't a conflict. I decided what I like. And so again in the other system of why did you choose uh, this food over that food because this is a healthier food and I'm looking for something healthy. Okay, then again, there's no challenge. It's just clarifying what the the, system, the ranking of each thing is, so to speak, in my way of looking at it. And when that happens, I don't have any, I don't have another side. It's only when there's two clashing systems that I'm going to have a side of of bechira. And the bechira of a person has to be the way that they use their cycle to overcome what they want. And as I know, I want to do this, but that's the wrong thing to do, so I'm not going to do it. Well, I don't want to do this, but the mice in my mind tells me I should be doing it, so I'm going to get up and do it. So the, the, the bat and bechira is on the point of what a person wants, connected what a person uh, understands is right and wrong. But that's only because a person grades his wants, uh, what he wants, or what he likes, based on what his body wants and likes, because that's what he's used to. And at that stage, when you're talking about bechira like that, then the shama isn't a factor. It's his seichel against his medicine. Or it's his mind against his body. Whatever you're going to call it. Perega, the neshama becomes a factor. Right? Now, how does the neshama speak to a person? This is the important point to understand. The base of Abba's The neshama doesn't speak to a person in the language of his mind. The neshama doesn't speak to a person and say, you should be learning Torah because that's, what, that's the right thing to do. That's the way a person's mind speaks to him. The neshama speaks to the person in the sense of what I want and what I don't want. It's also coming from a point of want and don't want. It's deeper than emotional. It's intrinsic. It's a feeling of something that I want to connect to. And it's not coming because of the, because I'm explaining to myself in logic. And let me try to give one or two examples of this procedure, uh, this process, so we can give a much more review. It's again, for people who have experienced it, I don't need to say anything. For people who haven't, it's hard to try and give over the experience. Let me give, I'll give two much on boys to try working and explain the idea. The first one I always talk about, because most people have let's say, some connection to this idea. You, are, you do get those people, unfortunately, who sometimes talk to you during davening. Talk during davening. It's in the gather of, they know they shouldn't. Oh, but it's something interesting to say, or they're bored because others are just taking too long. Okay, so they make a mistake of talking during davening. And it's a shadow of the hero. It's a shadow sh- on the one side. Uh, they shouldn't be doing it, they want to. So what's going to be stronger? But there's sometimes a year when it's not a shayla. For example, when you get to the Shema Yisrael and the Shema Lekim at the end of the Ila, right? And the guy next to the pocket says, let's go out for a few minutes. You're not going to do it. Not because you've decided now it's wrong and the rest of you decide it's not wrong. Because now I want to do what I'm doing now. I'm in the caught up in the spirit of Yom Kippur. I'm feeling the certain high that a person gets to. Oh, the end is coming to an end. Right? So it, it doesn't interest me before. No, it doesn't interest me to go outside and choose now. I don't want to do it. And if that's the case, there's no Bechira. There's no Bechira because it wasn't a real choice. Do I want to go outside and choose or should or not? I don't want to. And once forget it, I don't want to, so nothing, it doesn't attract me. I want to do what I'm doing more. And when I want to do what I'm doing more, so then the other one doesn't feature. Right? That's why not. The other much I gave, and it's a similar idea, is imagine that uh, you're in a yeshiva here, and someone calls you up, and says, you don't know me, but I actually happen to be your second cousin. And I'm Israel for a day, I'd actually like to meet you. I'm staying in whatever fast hotel you can think of, which has a good hash, I don't know one. But uh, yeah, I'm staying in this hotel. Please come, come for dinner tonight. It's on me. 
Right? So most of them choose to go. Someone's paying for a free staff up there. No, of course I want to go. Right? Okay. No problem. Nothing wrong with that. But then now that you get a call and it's your father. He said, I have to come for business suddenly today. So sure, I'm here for one day. Um, can we make some time to see you tonight? Uh, not offering any major dinners in any hotel, but just some, we'll go out for coffee, whatever, we'll get to talk. Now, if a person has a good relationship with his father, no one's going to think, oh, actually, which should I do? Should I meet this uh, cousin and go out to dinner, or should I go to, go, go to the town with my father? Right? It's the wife, because it's together that a person wants to do more. And if, therefore, if, if this is more important to me, so it doesn't become a Bechira. In my realm, in my range of what I want more, this takes precedence. And when I want more tax presents, then another one gets forgotten about it. It doesn't interest me. Just like if you go to a restaurant and you're given the whole menu, right? For most people, they don't agonize over what to choose. They'll choose what they want. And I don't think, aha, I chose the steak, Kaval. Maybe I should have chosen, I really should have done something else. You chose what you want, and then once that becomes my, prime, my, my preferred option, my first choice, so I don't care about the other one. This, it wasn't a Bechira. It wasn't this or that. This is better. That doesn't exist. Like we said, Bechira is when it's con- conflicting systems. If, if it's a side of what do I want more to, right now, so I'm going to choose what I want the most right now. I'm happy with that. Okay. Now, therefore, when a person gets a feeling of his Neshama, the Neshama speaks to a person in terms of what he wants. Just like the body speaks to the person in terms of what he wants, the neshama also speaks to the person in terms of what he wants. And if that's the case, it's not a, that once a person gets to the level of his neshama, there isn't a second side. There isn't a second side. There's no bechira anymore because when the question is, well, what do you want more? What do you want more? And when a person gets to the neshama, since it's coming from a deeper person than a person, when that feeling actually gets activated, then it becomes a feeling which is stronger than anything the body can provide. It becomes stronger than anything that the body can provide, and we made it there isn't the option anymore. It's not like a person is too studied. When I enjoy something roughly, or I enjoy eating an ice cream, so what would I prefer to do? It's an important point, because, and a famous story, of the Bach who went to Asif Aaron Lake, friendly bracha if he enjoys eating pizza uh, uh, I don't know if he pizza was but even if he did it, just not, it, didn't re- it didn't feature on his radar not because he had to work on himself no no he shouldn't be eating pizza uh, it doesn't become an enjoyment when a person's enjoying something different so then this doesn't register it's a waste of time it's like the half deal when a little kid and my little girls they, they have enjoyment in putting on their boots and splashing in the puddles right and it's not also if you want to go outside and splash in puddles, you could also. There's no issue about it. But you're not going to do it because it doesn't interest you. If your enjoyment is something else, so then we may have, it falls off the, so to speak, the list of things I'm interested in doing. It's the same thing. When the neshama gets activated, so because of what I enjoy from that, the body can't compete anymore. You can't offer me something which, which gives me the same feeling of satisfaction. You can't give me something which gives me the same feeling of enjoyment. So you've got nothing to offer. And therefore, says it's like days. It's going to be started if a person would naturally feel the neshama then you destroy the possibility of Bechir Bechir only works because people don't naturally feel the neshama they have to get to that stage and until they get to that stage there's Bechir when a person gets to that stage there's no Bechir there's no Bechir because it's, it's a, a foregone conclusion what he's going to choose it's fine what the Gemara says the Gemara says about the springs of Avakama if a person's Avarov Shnosov 
And with that, we doesn't take the Yetzirah away? When a person gets to a stage where the Yetzirah has nothing left to offer him, you're going to tell me, I'm enjoying whatever level of Rukhness I'm on. So they're going to tell me now, but by the way, you could go outside and eat something free. Oh, it doesn't register, it doesn't feature, it doesn't begin to interest me. Why well, I don't want to do this. So what's he going to offer you? What's he going to offer you? Now again, he has what to offer because on whatever level a person hasn't yet got the experience of making his neshama, so then there are other things as well. But when any, at any time or any area where a person has that ability to connect his neshama, the Yetzirah has nothing left to offer. What's he going to offer instead? And this is that's in the, the Chazal, which often quote on Shashir. When the Goyim turn to Kaisal and say, Shuvi Shuvi Ashulamis, Kaisal, come back and be like us, Goyim. Kaisal is called the Shulamis, and the Goyim will talk to Kaisal, be like us. Why? Because Venechazeboch. If you be like us, convert to Christianity, we'll make you rulers, we'll make you judges, we'll make you the ministers, we'll give you importance, we'll give you prominence. You're going to look for the people to promote to being judges from the whole Kaisal. So they're going to tell us also, you know, we'll, we'll give you importance, we'll make you bishops, we'll make you cardinals, I don't know what. We like us, we'll give you prominence. And what's Kaisal's answer to them? What, you have nothing to offer me. When we experience the Hasinai, it was something that nothing you can nothing you can offer equals that. So it's not even a question. What is the Mukhairas and Machanaim? What is the the Machanaim, the two camps? So what happened to Hasinai, I think Khazal tell us. Uh up the Shemaim. And he said, Look, Israel. I have Malachim in Shemaim. That's uh the Tsvamara, and I have you in the world. It's a machanik and negative machanik. One army here of Taisha, one army from Malachim. So Hashem offered us, you can be Malachim. And you offering us, you can be a bishop. What's the comparison? It doesn't interest me. And that's the, that's the, that's the way the Neshama reacts. The Neshama reacts that I want to do this. What's the alternative? What are you offering me which, which equals that? What are you offering me which can match that? There's nothing to offer. And that's why the Yisrael of Avas Hashem is Be'etzem feeling your Neshama. Feeling your Neshama. Because since the Neshama is something which intrinsically wants to, that's where it came from, it's something spiritual by nature. When a person develops a feeling for his Neshama, so automatically that's what he wants. And we made it automatically, nothing else interests me. So therefore, Vahavzis Hashem is exclusive of everything else. More than my money and more than my life and more than everything else because, it's not because, and this is what you said, not because it becomes a big challenge, but because it's on the scale of priority it's worth less. If a person has to choose between, should I give up all my money or be most left Shavas Hashem? And it's a really hard like, choice. All my money. That, uh, I have to do this, I want to do that. That's not Avo. That's not Avo. What the, the Muslim of Avo is, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. Not that I'm forced to do it. I think, well, I have to do this. This is the right thing that I'm sacrificing. And that's not Avo. Maybe it's a serious nefesh. That's not Avo. Avo is, it doesn't, it's not an option. We have had to choose between Avo Hashem and all my money. So, of course, I want to do Avo Hashem. This is the only good Rabbi Akiva said. When Rabbi Akiva was being killed and he said Shema, and Salman said, Ad Khan, in the situation we've been tortured that you can still say Shema, Rabbi Akiva's answer was, Call Yamai, I was waiting for this. Not that I was waiting to die, I'll kill this Hashem. But when I was at the stage where it's more important to me, Avas Hashem, than living, so then the I was holding about a long time ago already. It wasn't a, a historian now that I had to think, I'm going to, I'm going to be willing to be most in that 
and that's, uh, that's the difference between mysterious lavish and opposition. Mysterious lavish is something that's hard for me, but I'm willing to do it because it's what I'm meant to be, it's the right thing to do. I'm being moist to something. I'm giving up something which is hard for me, but I made the decision this is the right thing to do. Sometimes a person has to be moist to lavish. But if, even if he's not holding by the level, but the certain avarice the person can't do. So, oh, it's hard for me. I would much rather do that there. Okay, mysterious nefesh is a matter in that also. But when the Torah wants Avas Hashem, it says that not, mysterious nefesh isn't, isn't Avas Hashem. Mysterious nefesh is that I'm doing what I know is right even though I don't want to. That's not called Avas Hashem. Avas Hashem is because I want this, it becomes more valuable than anything else. So whatever you have, whatever's on me, the other, the other option, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. This is better. That's why the Hasidim and the Mishabur brings down others from will say a person can be kind in the middle of a hafta without giving up his life. Without giving up his money. It's not a side of a person's put in the challenge and then let's see what you do. If you wanted to see a person with serious nephew, you have to put in the challenge and see how he reacts. But if you're talking about Amas Hashem, it's coming from a point of there isn't a challenge. It's so clear to me which I'd prefer. So we may, I would do it. What's the question? Uh, the Mishnah Bruce is in his Asimus Sefer on Shmir Salashan. He says that a person is a mitzvah deraiser to be holding by Avas Hashem every day. And then he says, as an afterthought, he says that just like other mitzvahs, a person is not allowed to eat until he's become a mitzvah, maybe a person can't have breakfast until he's become Avas Hashem. So if you missed it in Kriyash Mass, maybe you should think about it after, after diving before he eats because he has a mitzvah to Makai. Why Makai? That's the side. It's not that I have to go and do something. It's a question of that that's the what a person feels, the matter becomes a more important, a more primary uh, drive by a person. So what else is going to appeal to? What, what else can equal that? And this is the expression you find lots of times um, in, in Chazal, in the Psukim even. That the way they describe Avas Hashem as, 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 as a feeling. Now this is my dragon. It's a feeling. Right? There's a feeling of, oh, the, the Shem says in Mishle. Um, a person gets caught up with it, something which keeps like he's focusing on. The, the, the expression of Avos Hashem isn't meant to come from a logical decision that this is what I'm meant to be doing, or this is more important. Avos Hashem comes from the point of this is what I want to do. And that's not what the body wants, but when a person gets to the level of feeling his neshama, that's what the neshama wants. And that's what the rachal says. That what happens in Meida. When a person gets to feel the neshama, then it's, it's like a magnet. Because that's what the Nisham is waiting for. It wants to connect to Hashem. And when a person can be attuned to, or sensitive enough to pick up how his Nisham feels, he'll feel that way also. Behind it, Avos Hashem is in the category of the preparation that a person needs. Right? It doesn't come automatically to the person. The person needs to prepare himself to be to be Zaychot the Dag of Avos Hashem, to get to his Madrega. And how does the person prepare himself? So we're going to see, so next time, the three ways Chazal give us how to prepare yourself for Avos Hashem. All three of them are the same Tadar Shabbat. There are ways to get to feel your neshama. Because when a person feels his neshama, experiences it, then the, then the ava comes automatically. We'll see you next time.